Yo, what's up, everybody? Today we're back at it. The fiscal report. We're back at it. I got my trusted co-host here, Mike. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, scouting reports, left and right, rumor mills all over the place, tags, free agency. We're coming up on legal tampering. Uh, almost uh, under a week from today. So, Mike, first of all, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing good. It seems like I got like a Frisco watermark over me or something. Can you see that, or is that just me? No, I don't see it, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not tripping, dude. Like, it looks like there's letters on me. Uh, I think maybe the mic is on some shit, bro. <laughs> dude, I, I gotta, I gotta see if it's on the on this replay, because <clears throat> honestly, anyway, I'm good, dude. I'm, I'm well. I got, I got a response coming for Space Cowboy. We, we're, we're discussing Dak Prescott on Twitter. I haven't got back to it. I've been busy. Uh, I actually just seen that he did. When you sent me the link, I had to go to Twitter, and I seen that he has a response on there. So, Space Cowboy, if you're listening, if you're watching, the response is coming. Could be in a video form. Could be me typing 140 characters. I don't know yet. Haven't decided, but it's coming. Oh, uh, no. I, I'm not even sure what you're talking about. <laughs> actually, I, I, I've uh, I've been trying to catch up on some news here. Um, so, I'll have to... Uh... Go back and check that out. But uh, anyway, guys, we have a lot to cover today. Tony Pollard, the tag is in, bro. The tag is in. Uh, Mike, first of all, what's your thoughts on it? Do you like it? Do you hate it? What does it mean for the running back room? It's it, it's insane, right? It, Zeke's out of guaranteed money. I, I think Zeke's contract hit is like 10.9 if you cut him June, June 1st designation. Um, it's the writing on the wall for Zeke. All right. We knew the Cowboys ain't going to come to an agreement with Tony Pollard. Um, and we knew the franchise tag was the possibility, uh, of that happening for him. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it was expected, you know, I hope we get a long-term done, uh, with, with Tony Pollard, you know, the writing on the walls for Zeke, but, Having said that, Tony Pollard's coming off a broken leg, a high ankle sprain. He got surgery on the high ankle sprain. And uh, I think you have to draft a running back this year. I, you know, I, I don't think Pollard, you don't want, let me, let me just put it this way. You don't want Tony Pollard to be your cowbell. All right. So you got Malik Davis in there. Go draft you a running back. Get all that squared away. Mike McCarthy wants to run the ball. I don't know if Tony Pollard can get. 400 touches in a season. I just don't know if that's possible for Tony Pollard. It's possible, but what's his body like when it comes to the playoff time, Joe, right? So you got to get a running back in here that mm -hmm. is Ezekiel Elliott in 2016, 2017, 2018. The last three years, Zeke, yes, he's, he, he, he's had numbers, right? He's, he's been out. He almost had 1,000 yards, whatever. But you have to get younger, stronger, and faster. You're faster with Pollard. But you got to get younger with this new running back, and you got to get stronger with this new running back, right? Mike McCarthy talks about that lightning and that thunder, that that you know the pop and the speed, right? Mike McCarthy loves that type of stuff. So Zeke's gone. They have to get a running back in here, Joe, that can mimic what Zeke did, but at a higher level. Absolutely, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man. I, um, yeah, Coach ten million dollars. Somebody, somebody mentioned in the chat box, ten million dollars isn't bad. Um, you know, the going rate and this sort of thing. So, you know, it, um, you definitely 
you had to bring back one of these guys, right? And it's a no-brainer, you know what I mean? Um, Tony Pollard's the guy. We'll see how he looks uh, in the recovery. I'm sure we're going to get the hype videos and all the bull crap that comes with it. But uh, I do believe in the player. I think he's a guy, a a no-nonsense type of guy, you know what I mean? Uh, He's not somebody that, you know, you're worried about him screwing around in the offseason, you know, being lazy, this sort of stuff. So uh, I feel pretty – Pretty confident that Pod will be uh, good to go, uh, but you're right, man. You you gotta have the one-two punch, and and this day and age with the way the NFL set up, you gotta have that that dynamic. Uh, you know, the, the days of of the the single running back, this sorts of thing. It's very rare. You know what I mean? So yeah, man. Pollard, speed guy, get you the power back. You know, the guy that, that can be punishing, maybe the finisher. Somebody like a, a Marion Barber type of guy, just somebody that's physical that can set the tone and and hurt you, you know, and and make your linebackers second thought of tackling you. So, um, <laughs> you know, who who will that be? There's a couple that you could get early, and I mean, they're they're spread all over this draft here. But uh, good point there, Mike. I, I do I do like the move there for him. Um, I think it opens it up, you know, for for what you want to do. Uh, in the draft, you know, I mean, you can go early if you want. You can go in the middle of the round if you want, you know, and this sort of thing. But um, that is that, that's the that's the big news, man. Pollard, um, you know, it, it was no brainer. Um, but with that, you know, uh, you're looking at the possibility of, of of losing, you know, Donovan Wilson, LVE, Connor McGovern, uh, Dalton Schultz, some of these other guys, Mike. So that being said. Where do you get the money? Do you want to get the money? Where, where do you, where do you go from here as far as signing your own guys? <sighs> Dude, I'm, you you've hit it on the head <laughs> in your videos talking about this. I I've been quiet this off season, but I'm coming back. All right, I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming back. I'm gonna start dropping some videos. I gotta calm these cowboy fans down. Listen. If they restructure Dak Prescott's contract this year, they can do that. But they'd have to extend them next year to extend more years, divide that money out, right? You can restructure them and, and, and get like $20 million from Dak Prescott. All right, so that's how you that's how you get some of the money there. Then you have to restructure guys like Zach Martin. Uh, Tyron Smith, probably you're going to present him with a pay cut. You cut Zeke, that saves up $10 million for June. That's going to sign your draft class. The Zeke cut signs your draft class, yeah, right? So yeah. that money is already spoken for, right? So you have to – so you have – if you want to – Cowboys ain't going to do anything in free agency. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, my God. We got to get Diggs and Buffalo. Stop it. Quit filling the, their heads up with bull crap. It ain't going to happen, all right? Um, they might make a trade for a wide receiver. You know, uh, Brandon Cooks down in Houston, that was getting hot, but it, it, but it stopped. You know, you might see a Brandon Cooks, but you got you can't get these players that are going to be in their 30s. They mm-hmm. might go out and sign Odell Beckham, right? I, mean, I can see that. That could be your big splash move. That, that I see headlines, Joe. Cowboys set to make a big uh, splash in free agency. Your big splash is going to be Odell Beckham. Congratulations, Dallas Cowboys. You're doing it, right? Um, sarcasm. So – that's going to be the big splash. You're not, you're not going to go out and get these guys who are 30 years old. The Cowboys just ain't going to do it. They 
they did that experiment every other few years. Seemed like every 10 years, they're going to do that experiment where they're going to draft, uh, give up a draft pick for a wide receiver, i.e. Roy Williams, i.e. Amari Cooper. All right. How did that work out for him? How did that second round draft pick work out for him? Tristan Hill, where is he at? Right. So, yeah. so it ain't going to work out. So you, you got to get the money by restructuring these guys cover up that franchise tag. They can work out a deal with Pollard where that $10 million can go down to eight or seven, whatever the case might be. Right. And that frees up more money, but um, restructuring uh, Tyron Smith. Hey, we're going to make you a swing tackle. You got to take a pay cut, whatever, whatever. So there, there's ways around it. But if you touch Dak Prescott's contract, you are shooting yourself in the foot because you're locking him in longer to be a Dallas Cowboy. And in the past seven years, going to eight years, what has that resulted to? Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing about it. Uh, the thing about it is that, you know, uh, you, you have the old the, the old quarterbacks, right? The aging quarterback. It's it's rare. You know, you, Matt, St- Matt Stafford was the outlier, right? Uh, one of the old guys who made it the first time to a Super Bowl. These guys, um, I'll say it again, man, Derek Carr. He's with the Saints. He, he's in this boat. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Tannehill. Uh, you know, these guys, they have yet to, to reach the Super Bowl, and they're in their 30s. Uh, the window is just about closed. You're, you're, you're about a 14% chance of winning. The only way you can get one of these old guys to the Super Bowl for the first time, go all in. And that's what the Rams did with, with Stafford. They said, we're going to trade for this guy, this old guy. He's got talent. He's good enough to get to the playoffs, but we gotta go all in. We gotta get free agents. We gotta pick up everybody that, that, that we can. They make a run, but now you see what's happening now. They're they've they have to disassemble the team. I mean, if that's what you want to do to get to Super Bowl, you can do it. That's what the Cowboys would have to do for with for Dak because they're, they're not gonna win like 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 with with this little patchwork shit that they do, uh, Mike with the clearance item guys and the freaking sign your own and, you know, give me this little reclamation project guy over here. Give me, let me, give me this former second round bust fuck guy over here. It ain't going to work, man. It, it just it historically Cowboys, does not work, you know, but the Cowboys do that to themselves as signing your own because they invest so much in their draft equity because they don't do anything in free agency. And so I'm all about signing your own. But you have to give me talent to subsidize that. You can't miss on Taco Charlton. You can't pass up uh, uh, T.J. Watt, right? You you have to stay like the way the Cowboys go about it. They can't afford to miss on a round one to a round fifth round draft pick. And if they hit on sixth and seventh, they just hit the jackpot because they the way they structure this football team. Yeah, you can't. You if if you're gonna do that, you have to hit. Every single time. It's like if I go buy a hundred dollar lottery uh ticket, I have to hit on that because that's my last hundred bucks. I put all my chips in one ticket. That's yeah. how the cowboys do it for the draft. Yeah, it is. It puts a lot of it puts too much pressure on the draft. You know what I mean? And here you are, you know, you're you're holding on to the, the old quarterback while the league is is hip getting to younger. getting the getting the young guys. Go go all in, grab your balls, go get your quarterbacks, rebuild it. I mean the, the Eagles have already lapped us. They went to the Super Bowl with uh, freaking Nick Foles, bro. Rebuilt the bullshit and Jalen Hurts. Uh, I mean, Cowboys, they, 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 
I, I've said this before, Mike. Uh, Stephen Jones took over all, all of this, the, the draft of, of 2014 with, with Zach Martin. That's when he put his thumb on, oh, no, we're not taking Manzo, we're taking Zach, and, and here we go, you know. And then the contracts have been everything, you know, built around Stephen Jones ever since, the draft. Oh, the the so, contracts, Joe. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's uh, nine years of Stephen Jones with, with this philosophy that we have. And not only are we talking about the philosophy, we're also talking about the philosophy on the players, Mike. You got to be this certain range. You got to be this tall. You got to be this and that, you know. Uh, you got to weigh this, you know. Um, now, Mike, I'm going to ask you this. Uh, some of the guys that, that they visited with here from the Combine, do you buy it? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about some of these little bitty guys, say Flowers, Josh Downs, the, these little bitty guys, wide receivers, will they finally break away from their measurables and go for these little guys, or, or is it just just to just to meet with them? What, what's your thought, man? Oh, what's when you say little guys? What's their height? Under six foot. Under six foot, really? So, uh, I don't buy it. Because you got you got height and your Michael Gallup, you got Ceedee Lamb who can play outside inside. They're probably going to sign Odell Beckham. I mean that's that's probably what's going to happen there, right? I don't see. And then you got Turpin. If you want a little guy, you got Turpin right there, right? Uh, who who's already been in this system, kind of knows the playbook, stuff like that, right? So um, I I don't buy it. I I, I just don't see. And if you want to have another another little guy wide receiver, you got Tony Pollard too. So there's ways that you can get the the little guys wide receiver that's already on this football team. But I don't I don't see, and this is assuming they're getting Odell Beckham. I I, I don't buy it. I, I really don't. I I don't either, man. I, I think it's just to look at the player, you know, just just to do their own investigation. Like, oh, somebody else will draft him, you know. Like, uh, I mean, every year, every year we, we go through this. It's Andy Isabella. It's a Wandell Robinson. It's Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore. They don't do shit, bro. They don't. They don't translate. You know what I mean? And right. only a very few select teams are able to to find a, a, a you know some plays for them. You know what I mean? Maybe a Miami, you know, maybe San Francisco. But even them, they have certain measurables that they want for for their guys. So I I, I don't see them going for the little guys. That's why Mike I. I when I look at wide receiver, Mike, um, it's kind of weak for me. You know what I mean? This, the, the, the overall, this 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 draft class is it's one of the weaker ones in, in most recent years. But you look at wide receiver, and it's like, man, dude, like you're better. You're almost better off getting a, a Hopkins for a second or a third round pick. You know what I mean? Uh, or, or or Odell Beckham or somebody like that, right? So it's yeah. like, you know. Wide receivers in, the, in this man, I, I just I don't I'm not liking it much, Mike. Give me cash with the super chat. Uh, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Joe, I have been seeing these BS videos. People have been posting saying, "Looks good. We gotta keep them." LOL hype videos. Some fans act scared, like the Joneses. Yeah, man. Yeah, there, there's there's always those those ones that uh, you know they're just. Uh, they want to stick to the same old script, right? So, you, and you, you can't win scared. You you can't draft scared. You can't do you can't do free agency scared, Mike. Like, 
Oh, what, what's your thought on that, Mike? I, I totally agree with, with giving cash here on that, man. You know, if, if you're going to go out and make a big investment in free agency, you have to do it right. And I point to the Giants, right? A few years ago, they, they racked up $200 million collectively beefing up their defense. And I got beefing up in quotations. They had losing seasons after they went all in. $200 million collectively for the players they went to go get. They went all in, and it resulted in nothing. So if you go all in, you have to hit. Because, number one, that's cap space, right? That's you're, you're taking away from your rookie draft class getting some PT, right? So you if you go all in on your draft, uh, on your free agency, you have to get people good. It's rare that you can get Vaughn Miller uh, and these guys on and, and, and Ramsey with the Rams, right? It's hard to get all that collectively. You get the Legion of uh, the Legion of Doom, right, in Seattle, but they built that together. They didn't have to go out in free agency and get that. Maybe Brandon Maxwell, but that was probably it, right? So they they were able to build that through the draft and get that upright and have a coach like Dan Quinn. So I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm for going all out and going in and spending two hundred million dollars beefing up a certain side of the ball, but what I am about is okay. If you're gonna build, if you're gonna draft a guy like Micah Parsons. Go get you a guy in free agency that has NFL vet experience that can help Micah Parsons, number one, and that can help elevate Micah Parsons' game, number two, right? That you, 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 you hit on digs, go get you a corner that can help digs, right? So that's what I'm about. I'm not about getting five or four splashy, big-name free agency guys, right? I'm not for that because that, that hurts your draft class. What I'm about is being smart in free agency, getting you – a player that you that you're gonna go okay this is our guy here we're gonna pay him he's from this team we know what he can do right that's what I'm for you can't go out there like the Giants did because a lot of these free agents they don't really work out for their new team Joe they just don't so you have to be smart with it yeah they, they definitely got change up the philosophy I feel like shout out to give me cash thank you for that super chat um because nine years, like I said, 2014, Stephen Jones kind of took over everything, and it's been the same, same, same story. Romo, oh, we're gonna draft this 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 guard and give him two more seconds to to throw the ball and this and that, and uh, we're gonna draft Zeke for for Romo. We're gonna help him. We're gonna give him weapons. And well, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> it's the same shit, bro. It's the same thing that the the, the Joneses. The, the multimedia conglomerate of the Dallas Cowboys, it's huge. It has a lot of presence, and it's the same thing. Oh, we, we got to give Dak weapons. Here's, it's the same cycle, bro, the same cycle. But here's my thing, though. They had it in 2014. They had it in 06. They had it in 06. They had it in 07. Uh, they, 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 they had it in 2009. They had it in 2014. They had it in 2016. They had it uh, in, 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 uh, I wouldn't say 2018. That's, that's, that's pushing it. They had it last year and they had it this year. What's the result of it? Either something happens like the catch, no catch, or your quarterback simply chokes. They're doing, they're building us. It, you, to back-to-back winning season show, back-to-back playoff appearances, winning on the road in the playoffs this year since 1993. 
You mean to tell me that they 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 do bare minimum free agency? But yes, we got Sam Williams, we got Trayvon Diggs, we got all these draft picks that are coming up. We got a couple of bridge players that can fill in there, and and like Carlos Watkins, right? Those little bridge players that can come in and and pursue. You hit on Deron Bland, that helps your corner situation when Anthony Brown or Jordan Lewis goes out. But you mean to tell me you get back to back wins, you get back to back playoff appearances, and you lose to the 49ers because your quarterback played piss poor. He didn't. He had weapons. He had a solid defense, but the quarterback couldn't do it. There was a catch, no catch in 2014. He flunked in 2018. Dak Prescott did. He choked, and he choked last year, and he choked this year. They're getting the play, the pieces in place, but you have to have better quarterback play when it matters. The regular season stat goat don't get it. It don't mean nothing in the playoffs. Dak has to be better. They had a team this year. They had a team this year, and the quarterback choked. And and that's the thing about it, man. Is is the Cowboys? They they keep trying to go for the cheap. It was, it was the same thing with Romo, you know, choking and choking with the first round by, throwing an interception there, trying to get it to Terry Glenn interception. Giants go on to win the whole damn thing. Like this this damn team is cursed. A couple of things that the Cowboys need to do. Uh, and, and thank you for that that, that super chat there. Uh, give me a couple of things that the Cowboys need to do, and a couple of things that they cannot do. Okay, let me give you a quick a quick list, guys. They cannot do the 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 freaking hard knocks, the freaking prime video bullshit. It's a distraction. Once once that's there, you put an L in the season. It's it's done. They they, they don't they don't do shit. Jimmy Johnson not in the Ring of Honor, cursed as fuck, bro. Uh, until they win something, it, it, it's it's like it's like one of these baseball freaking curses where you you gotta break it, you gotta break it. Whether it's like you know what one of these old school Cubs or uh, Boston Red Sox, these old crazy curses that go on and they finally break it after a hundred years. Can you imagine, bro? If it's a hundred years before we win another freaking Super Bowl, if if you extend Dak Prescott for how many years, I can guarantee you you're not going to win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. You just ain't. So if they can they can drag along Dak Prescott all they want. Look at look. Kirk Cousins didn't win nothing with the Redskins, and that was their team at the time. I can say that people calm down. And then he hasn't won nothing with Minnesota. If Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. Look at the stats. It's the same thing. He ain't you ain't gonna get nothing with Dak Prescott. So yeah, I mean that, I mean that's the that's the other thing. It's 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 the it's the real statistical. You look at the statistics and they're there, but people wanna I don't wanna know about this shit. Don't tell me about that. We could still do it. No, it's it's you don't win it with the aging guys. I mean, we we love these guys, man. I mean, they're they're great guys off the field and this and that. Oh but, yeah, Dak's a great human being. Dak's a great human being, but you know, you have to put yourself. It's, you know, it's it's the it's the same deal. You know, it's 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 the same deal. They hang on to these guys for a long time, and not not only the quarterbacks, mind, but we're talking about like other positions. You know, you talk about, uh, you know, um, Tyron Smith been here for a long time. They hung on to him. Uh, you know, it's just a, a long list of players uh, that that you can look at. Um, but man, with that being said, you know you you need like a magical season at this point with, with an aging quarterback. You know who's going to be your backup? You know what I mean? You're gonna you're gonna need a backup because 
you know the 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 way that the the way that the team plays, you know, there's there's a likelihood that Dak will get hurt at some point, whether it's a finger again, an elbow, whatever the hell, you know, it just comes with with age. So they got to be prepared there as well with, with the backup quarterback, Mike. No, absolutely. Listen, I'm going to say this: Who's going to be the backup? That's a perfect point, Joe. When but when you Bledsoe went down. They drafted Tom Brady. He sat behind Drew Bledsoe, and what did he do? He became the greatest Patriot in history, right? When Brett Favre went down and retired, who'd they go draft? They drafted a guy named Aaron Rodgers, who fell 26th in the NFL draft, right? You don't know who replaces Dak Prescott unless you invest in that position. If the Dallas Cowboys really cared about the quarterback position, they would have guy after guy after guy after guy behind Dak Prescott. So if when Dak Prescott chokes like that and our Dak Prescott's contract runs out, you can go in and say, okay, we drafted this guy, we developed him, let's see what he has. If he flunks, guess what? Your team sucks. You got the number one pick in the draft, go get you another guy. You have to put your chips in some form or fashion into that position and not Say Dak's our guy for years, and Jerry says years, right? You have to invest in that position. That's with any position. How do you think players come up? Look at Patrick Mahomes. He sat behind uh, Alex Smith for in his first year. Came out. Now he's a two, two-time Super Bowl winning champion, right? Yeah. You don't know what you have until you put some chips in that position. That's a great point, Joe. Who's going to be Dak Prescott's quarter uh, backup quarterback? We don't know. It is going to be guys like, um, oh, crap, Cooper Rush, right? Bring a real guy in here. Bring a real guy in here. All right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, 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 got, they got to do it, man. They, I mean, the whole history behind McCarthy is the quarterback whisper going all the way back to Joe Montana, Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's worked with some of the most legendary quarterbacks that the NFL has ever put out so use that strength man you're 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 leaving you're leaving chips on the table you're leaving food on the bone not not utilizing that skill of his so start drafting the quarterbacks man and if you're offending somebody then 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 they're weak as shit they're soft if you're confident in your shit bring it on bring on the competition let's go you know what i mean if Mm -hmm. if it offends you you're soft you know what i mean And, and we don't need soft players bro um, so start, start drafting players, you know what I mean? So whether they, they extend them or not, I mean, let's say that they probably do, cause you're going to have to find money somewhere, you know, still get your quarterback in here and start developing, you know what I mean? Um, you, you won't, you won't be married to them. You know, you, you can extend, you can restructure. Um, it, it's the myth, right? Oh, well you do this, you're going to be stuck for another, whatever the hell. Teams do it all the time, you know. They 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 pay big money, and then uh, when the stuff doesn't work out, you know, they they eat it. You know, they move on. And th- this and Space Cowboys in here, he says Dak has a no trade clause. Tell me when that actually worked. Tell me when a trade clause actually worked. the The trade clause means nothing. It's just a a, a wording on a contract. If Dak Prescott wants to go seek a trade. He Cowboys give him permission to go do that. If Cowboys want to make things sour with Dak Prescott, the Cowboys can do that. And guess what? Dak Prescott go seek a trade. That's how the NFL works. The, the, the whole no trade clause thing is baloney. It's when when Joe, you've been watching football longer than me. 
When have you ever seen the no trade clause work? Yeah, it's basically basically the two the two sides have to come to agreement. You know what I mean? Uh, that's what happened with um, old dude over there in uh, Denver. What's his name? Russ, right? So Russell Wilson. Russ had it. Oh, you know this this is gonna work out. So you know they they agreed to to break it. So yeah, I mean yeah, you, you can break that. Um, you can break that. It means nothing. It's 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 waterless right. Yeah, it has no weight. Realistically, the only way you can move on from Dak and build a team is not to extend him. Um, yeah, so and then that, that's that's the thing about it, right? It's so if they don't extend him, you know, you, you got to find the money elsewhere, or it, it's, it's the Cowboys, the front office problem, man. It's just it's, it's what it is, right? It's we, we go through this every year, it's it's the front office that puts us and the fans in these precarious situations, you know what I mean, where we're always talking about this. Every season, it's a, it's the same thing, you know, where it's like, you know, the, um, we're always scrounging for money. You know, the, the, the cap space myth is always there. There's always um, – it, it's a wild thing, man. It's a crazy thing being a Cowboys fan. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. Um, the thing about it, Mike, is are the Cowboys going to break away from, from what they've been doing the last nine years with Stephen Jones? You know, somebody has to say something like, bro, like, like, okay, what well, this whole thing about, okay, the big news, right? What is the, they have something big in the works. Like what, what the hell is it going to be? Signing Odell Beckham. That's, that's the big news. I mean, I mean, it, dude, if that was, if that's what the bar is, I will be sorely, sorely disappointed for me. Uh, the, something big in the works would be like, they're moving, they're, they're, they're trying to trade up somewhere. In the draft, and or you know may, maybe work a deal to get a Jalen Ramsey or or something of that nature. You know what I mean. So those are the only two things that they really move the needle for me. Like you know what I mean. Jalen Ramsey's an elite uh, cornerback, uh, still young. The 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 receivers that they're talking about that doesn't seem like something big because they're they're in their late twenty early thirties. You know what I mean. Um, that doesn't seem very big, but <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, man. These guys, they just like to throw a lot of crap out there to, you know, to to keep the eyes on them, right? It's it's, it's the Cowboys. It's what Parcel said. It's like being on Broadway, right? Like you're with the glitz and the glamour and the lights and the showbiz and shit. I, that's what Dallas is, man. It, it, it's the craziest shit. Someone was talking about, you know, it, it, it'll it'll just bring. Um, merchandise sales they just want to keep it on they want to they want to keep the merch sales going i mean is that what the cowboys are now mike yeah that's that's what they are they're just you know i was you know what really pissed me off because I, I, I went to uh cowboy stadium when it was cowboy stadium right it, it was beautiful everything said cowboy stadium on it your ticket said cowboy state everything was beautiful cowboy stadium <laughs> The next, the next time I go back, AT&T is plastered on top of the roof. AT&T is plastered on your cups. AT&T is it's like a big-ass commercial, right? Joe, I was so disappointed in the Cowboys for making this stadium basically a freaking commercial, right? That's what the Dallas Cowboys are. They're the NFL's commercial. It's, it's more of a – they really are treating it more of a business than a dang – and what's crazy is – 
if that's the case, if you had more Lombardis, more trophies, dang, I mean, you would you would accumulate even more merch sales. Like, it's just backwards, bro. They, they, I wish they would sell the freaking team. Uh, Army Mo <laughs> Heather C. The big news last year was blockchain, and, and she's so right because they do this every year, right? They have a press conference. Oh, what, what is it? What's it going to be? Oh, um, it's Demarcus Ware, and then after he comes off, oh, blockchain and this and that. <laughs> so it's like. You know, it's probably gonna be something silly again. You know, like, oh, the the big news is this. You know, we're gonna um, we're gonna start selling NFTs or some stupid gimmicky crap, right? So, yeah, I, these guys, it's all about the snake oil um, <laughs> with them. Um, it's a wild thing, Mike. Um, back to uh, draft talk, though, Mike. Jalen Carter, all right. The the defensive tackles, you know, been mocked at the in the top three, top five draft pick. He's dealing with this off field issue with uh, two people being killed in supposed uh, alleged uh, drag racing or some sort of thing like this. Um, you Who know, uh, Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle out of Georgia, right? Mm. If he okay. were to fall to twenty six, I want to ask everybody in the chat box: If we were to fall at twenty six, would you draft him? No. No, with no, the no, possibility no. of him maybe having to do uh, gel time and possibly definitely when he puts the star in his helmet, guess who's coming after him? So you got to deal with, with the legal part of it and you got to deal with Goodell. Would you take Jalen Carter at 26 if he were there? No, no. Listen, I used to work for the sheriff's department a long time ago. I don't know if any of you guys knew that or not. There was a guy, he, he had a, a nice race car. And there was two girls. They get one of the girls just got this car for her birthday. Brad, she probably had it a week. He revved the engine at the stoplight, and she was like, "Oh, we're gonna race! Woohoo! New car!" Right? They went around this curb. She chose to race. She went around this curb. She hit this uh, power generator. Instant died on impact. She was going too fast. He was still charged with involuntary manslaughter. If when if this guy did that, guess what? He's gonna get charged too. I've seen it way too many times. The guy's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, shout out to, to Space Cowboy, man. A good good friend of the channel. Michael, just trying to, you know, the options in the contract. You can't trade Dak without him consenting on the move, which, which is true, right? That both sides have to agree. All you got to do is piss Dak off. That's all you gotta <laughs> do. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's easy yeah. to it's easy for consent. This ain't this ain't this ain't sexual assault here. Hmm. This is this is a contract killing a contract. If Dak says you, no, then you, you have can to get consent. Yeah, so it, it is. It's it's one of those it's one of those tricky deals where it could work, or it could backfire. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's uh, it'll be interesting, man, because if they don't if they don't get the money out of him and they don't extend him. Then I think that's the writing on the wall there, where they're you know they're that's gonna. What I'm praying for Joe. <laughs> what I'm praying for Joe. Uh, you know what's crazy is a lot. I think the the fan base after after this last loss again to San Francisco, I think um, I think it, it really put a lot of fans on on notice. Like, hey man, I'm you know here we are like, you know, the same old you know, and we're not getting anywhere. Um. And then the quarterback was was part of the reason. So, the big part of the reason. My question is, you know, um, how do you feel about these quarterbacks in this draft? Like, if you wanna if you wanna throw a body in here, 
who's a guy realistically that, that you could see the Cowboys, you know, throwing into the mix, whether, you know, they carry three quarterbacks or they, maybe they just carry Dak and the rookie, which I don't think they would do. I think it would be Dak, some sort of vet, and the rookie. I, I, I think this if, if they draft a quarterback, you know, between the four, you know, up, up to the fourth round, you got to have a vet in that room as well, I, I would think. I, it depends on where they draft him. It depends on where they draft that quarterback. They drafted Dak in the fourth, but they, they weren't big believers in Dak. That's why Kellen Moore was second, second string, right? They both, Romo, them got hurt. That's how Dak was elevated and had a monster preseason game, came in here and took over Tony Romo's spot. But you have to realize that he don't have the it factor. So it all depends on where they draft this new quarterback. I know they met with Hendon Hooker first. You, 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 you dropped the video on that. Yeah. I like I like Hendon Hooker, I I really do. I, I think that yeah. with Mike McCarthy as, as the quarterback guru and all the names that he's taught, he could start this guy from ground one. He inherited Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott set in his ways. Dak Prescott's footwork is horrible, and it's always been horrible. Look, go look at Mississippi film tape. Go look at uh, last year's tape. It's the same footwork. He hasn't improved any of that. So Mike McCarthy gets to get a guy that he likes, right? Train him up. I hope it's Hendon Hooker. I can see some real good positives in a guy like that. Well, the, the interesting too, uh, the the very interesting part of this whole offseason to me were you know the what they did with with the, the offensive coaching staff. They 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 finally got rid of the 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 Garrett crap. They yes. pulled all the weeds out and said, hey, okay, that's enough. Enough is enough. So you bring in guys, you know, you, you they promoted. Um, they promoted um, who was it? The, the the guy who's now our quarterback coach. Um, God dang it! What is his name? They they elevated him, right? So he's he's a quarterback coach now. And then you bring in um, the coach from USC who who developed Caleb Williams at USC, and they consider him a QB guru. You know, so I think you have a lot of good offensive minded guys in here. Where you know may, maybe you can help Dak. But he's, he, you know, he, he's a vested quarterback. There's not much more you can teach him at this point. He's he's got his ways and this sorts of thing. But a young guy, a young guy that you can draft with with this young new group, I think you can mold somebody to, you know, you know, pass the torch. You know what I mean? At, at some point, you know what I mean? Injuries are a part of the game. You know, who's to say that you know that gets gets injured? You know, knock on wood. I mean, I, I don't want him to get hurt, but. It happens. I mean, Romo, right? He got knocked out. The next hot guy came along. You roll with it. All these guys do it, man. I mean, uh, Brady did it to Drew, to Drew Bledsoe, right? So uh, it can happen, man. So we'll see what happens, bro. But, yeah, Hendon Hooker's a name to keep an eye on. Um, I think the guys that, that really were kind of there, possibly at the bottom of 20, they're, they're no longer be there. Anthony Richardson, and he's at the top now. He he blew up the combine. Uh, Levis, I think all these guys are going to be way up here in the draft. What you go after next, um, you know, that, that second-tier guys, I think it's going to be headlined by Hendon Hooker. Um, he said that he'll be ready by, by training camp, so that's good. And then you have some other guys that you can look at. You got Max Duggan from, uh, you know, TCU. Um You've got the the BYU kid, although he's a, he's a little bit shorter guy. I don't know if they would go for him. You got Tanner 
Tanner McKee as well from Stanford, who kind of fits that prototypical type of old school pocket passer. So there's a lot of guys that they, they can, uh, you know, um, throw a flyer to and to they can develop somebody. And that, that's what that's what you need. You have to put chips on the table and yeah. invest in that position. You just have to. Yes, sir. I like what Danny Savage is saying here. The UCLA uh, sleeper quarterback um, is a, is another one to really keep an eye on um, because it's a hotbed. It's a Mike McCarthy hotbed. He loves drafting from UCLA. Um, so, yeah, it's a good one, Danny. Um, definitely. Uh, it's another one to keep an eye on there. I love that indeed. Um, man, Mike, I think my, the next time we, we speak, is Zeke going to be part of this team? No. <laughs> he won't be part of this team, Joe. Yeah. Absolutely not. Shout out to fifth quarter in the house. He, fifth quarter's in here. Big shout out to Brody. 1980 was in here, too, in Space Cowboy. Big shout out to those guys. Yeah, so shout out to all of them, man. They're all, all great guys. I love everybody's opinions. Everybody's doing great, great off-season work. I love it. I watch everybody's stuff, man. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I think um, the Zeke question will be answered. You know what I mean? Um, I really hope they don't do what they did with Dez and let this shit drag. Just let him, you know, pull the freaking Band-Aid. You know, it, it's the front office fault, man. I, I'm not mad at Zeke for anything. I, I don't hold any will ill toward I love Ezekiel Elliott. Um, but they wasted his talent. Like, they wasted so many players. This front office wasted the talent of so many great, great players. Um, so, you know, when, whenever you, whenever the news comes out that, that Zeke is released, you know, if you're going to be pissed, be pissed at the front office for wasting the talent. That's right. No, no. Like I said, no ill will, but, you know, running back life expectancy in the National Football League ain't very long. This is about where we expected Zeke to be. That's why that debate was there. Do you draft Jalen Ramsey or you draft Ezekiel Elliott? Remember that back, yeah, back yeah. in 2016? That's why that debate was there. Who's going to give you longevity? Jalen Ramsey's talking about going to a new team, not talking about get, he's going to get cut from his team, but he's going to go to a new team. Zeke, on the other hand, might have to take a veteran minimum or $2 million at the most with high incentives, right? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just a matter of, uh, yeah. you know, what, 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 and then his camp acting like the ball's in their court. We're going to deal with this after the combine. We're going to see where Zeke's valued. It don't matter what you think Zeke's value is, what a team's willing to pay, right? Yeah, that, that's what it is, man. Um, Zeke, will find, he'll find, uh, you know, a position somewhere, you know, but it, it can't be here with Dallas. They, they, they have to – if they want to have some sort of chance to go to the next level, they got to get another guy in here with Burst because it was on full display. It was kind of sad, bro, like – once Pollard was out, the air was out the room. We're like, oh, shit, we are screwed because there was there was no juice out there. That was it. You know, C.D. Land couldn't do it by himself. So, you know, I think that's going to be – that needs to be a big part of what the Cowboys do this offseason is getting more speed on the field on offense, whether it's another receiver, you know, uh, the one-two punch on uh, your, your running back core. You know what I mean? If if Pollard is not 100%, if you have a rookie running back, <coughs> B. John Robinson, you know, uh, Jameer, uh, Zach Charbonnet, one, one of these types of guys with a big build who can kind of carry a load while, you know, Pollard comes back, I think you'll be okay. But they, they, they can't run it back 
with bringing, bringing Zeke back because you just put your team in the hole, man. You pretty much are conceding that, you know, uh, we're not, we don't, we don't plan on winning much, you know? Right. No, it's, but you can win. It just takes a whole team effort. I understand that. It takes a oh, whole yeah. team effort. Everybody has to be on their A game, right? But Absolutely. It's, but it, it's just – all I'm saying is you don't get back-to-back playoffs and back-to-back wins. And, and your quarterback missed five games of the year and you're still made to the playoffs. Great record. There, there, there are structures in place here. There's things in place here. Kellen Moore had to go. The time was up, right? Doug Neuschmeyer had to go. The time was up. Yeah. Got Scheidenheimer coming in here. Used to coach Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had his best QBR uh, rating of his career under Schottenheimer. That speaks volume. Schottenheimer is a clip that I found. You guys go watch it. Schottenheimer said, I love Russell Wilson's uh, footwork. He can see the field. Uh, when the quarterback has good footwork, he's seeing the field, right? So he goes, I don't have to worry about that with Russell Wilson. So he could take that Dak Prescott's footwork, happy feet, right? That, that's that's mm. what we call him here on the Frisco Report, happy feet Dak. And so if Schottenheimer can fix that with Dak, look, I want I I don't want to settle for for medium playmanship from our overpaid Jerry Jones calls it top 10% players, right? I want the if you're top 10 getting paid on this roster, you should be playing like a top 10. There's no it's my fault, I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna it's my fault, I'm gonna be better. If I keep hearing that week in, week out, you're not is you're not you're not getting better, right? That's why I'm like, we got to get better from Dak Prescott. You have to get better from Dak Prescott. That's how you grow your team, younger, stronger, faster. So that's all I'm saying. If Dak wins a Super Bowl and he proves me wrong, hey, we still win a Super Bowl. Yay, right? But if the longer that we go, the more I get frustrated and the more you're going to get frustrated and the more you're going to point fingers at everybody else except that quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think this this season, I think he will be on the hot seat. We always talk about oh, what what coach is on the hot seat. I think from all the seasons, I think this is going to be Dak Prescott's biggest pressure um, season because it's like, okay, we need more, we expect more. So it's going to be interesting. Mike, let's talk about uh, tight end at twenty six. This has been the hot topic of the day all over Twitter. Um, what what is your initial thought on that? Do you want to go tight end at twenty six? I remember a name of Kyle Pitts, Joe. Oh my God, this is the greatest tight end we've ever seen. Watch the highlights. Watch the highlights. <laughs> you got to watch the highlights. Listen, I'm not for it. You already invested in that position with Hendershot, keeping him here, getting him as an undrafted free agent, and you and you drafted Jake Ferguson. I'm okay with drafting a quarterback third, fourth, right? Because you can still hit. Or last year's tight end class was phenomenal anyway, right? I don't know if I'm drafting. I I think if you draft a tight end in the first round, it's it's really rich. I mean, you look at Evan Ingram. He was was a first-round draft pick. You look at Kyle Pitts. I mean, these first-round draft picks ain't doing much, Joe. It's it's, it's a rich spot to be drafting that. So, I'm not for it at all. Um, No, you're right. No. First round tight ends, it's a lot of them bust, bro. It's 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 getting these guys a little bit later, you know. Um, the other thing too about and, and you hit it on the head with, with Pitts. I mean, he was overhyped. He's been injury prone. Hasn't been doing really much. I mean, he's been okay, but he hasn't been top whatever the hell it was. Top eight, top ten, whatever the hell it was. No way. Um, for me, 
<laughs> taking a tight end at 26, when I think about it and what we have right now, this is the type of shit that, that the Cowboys would do pre-Will McClay. Pre-Will McClay, they would probably do this kind of stupid shit. I mean, you got Jake Ferguson. who To me, Jake Ferguson looks like a guy who can take that second leap and be in that, be with those guys with a Kelsey, with the, you know, Kittle this time. He's got the build. He's got the 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 swagger. I, I love Jake Ferguson. He's got the soft hands. He catches the ball. He's going to improve. Year two, I think Ferguson's going to be freaking amazing, I think. I'm pretty sure. Hendershot, he's good. He's just got to clean up the knucklehead penalties. He cleans that up. You got a good one-two punch, bro. I know everybody's falling in love with, you know, some of these tight ends that are out there. Like, oh, uh, Darnell Washington, um, Michael Mayer, who's Notre Dame's my guy, right? I, I love him, but I just I, – I think it would be a bad move, bro. And, and if you're taking move. a tight end at 26, what does that say about the draft class? Like, are you telling me that you can't find – a receiver, a, a defensive lineman or offensive lineman who's better than a tight. If that's the case, this whole draft is screwed, bro. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You can you could probably hit. I mean, they found Peyton Hendershot there. You could bring in like if you you can draft a guy third, fourth. You can bring in three guys undrafted free agent and, and let those guys compete. You know what I'm saying? The draft pick is probably going to win because that's how Cowboys usually go. But, you know, Hendershot heard it, earn it. And big shout-out to you, Joe. You said, I'm looking at this guy, Hendershot. And I was like, who the hell's Hendershot? You made me watch Hendershot. You called Hendershot before Hendershot was Hendershot. All right? Big <laughs> shout-out to you. Yeah, man. It, it, it's just a crazy thing to me. I I don't see it happening. It's, um, it's an interesting conversation, right? It's a Interesting scenario to, to kick around and see, oh, what would they do it? But I, I, I don't see them doing it at the end of the day. But uh, I, I think it's a little bit interesting. I, I think the, the tight ends, I think they do stretch better, though. So, you know, if you want to add a third one, if you're not sold on, on uh, Sean McEwen, you know, you're already going on, what, year three with him. If, you know, you want to move on, then, yeah, go ahead and, you know, get you another tight end somewhere else. But not not early, bro. Yeah, I, I don't think tight end's gonna need him. You I can would keep Jeff Sweem anyway, and Ferguson and Hendershot can give you good production. Yeah, it, it, it would it would be just uh, a crazy move to do that. I I, I I would be infuriated, bro. Honestly, um, <laughs> that tight end at twenty six. Um, but yeah, Mike, great conversation here. We we hit on all the hot topics of the day. When we come back next week, we're gonna have a clearer view. Oh, the roster. Everything's starting to slowly come together. I think your draft targets, you know, I think uh, these sorts of things are starting to come a little bit more into view. Um, wide receiver class, like I said, not my favorite. I'm kind of – now I'm starting to look more at uh, cornerback. You know what I mean? I'm thinking that this this may be, may be the move, um, maybe an offensive lineman. I, I think uh, you can't go wrong with, with those two there. But um, – you know, the, the way I see it right now, 26. Jackson, he ain't going to be there. Oh, we, we, we can get Chris Olave. He'll follow us. Too good of a talent, bro. Jackson and Jigbo is not going to be there at 26. Too good of a talent. Now, one of these other bust players like a Quinton Johnson, someone who 
Oh God, I don't even want to think about that. I don't, don't want to draft that guy. But you know, outside of that, you know, you you got to look at the frame of of what McCarthy has has done in the past with the, the with the West Coast type of uh, wide receiver. You're looking at you know six two, six three type type of wide receivers. You know, so start looking at those guys a little bit more. It's not going to be the little guys. You know, um, as much as exciting as these guys are in college, that at the next level, most of the time, they just they just don't translate. You know what I mean? No, it's it's just a matter of when is the draft? Are we a month away from the, or a month and a half away from the draft? What when is the draft? It's at the end of April. It's at the end of May, April. All right, so we 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 got about what seven weeks to go. So a lot can happen. We got next week free agency, Joe. Next week of free agency, see how the yeah. Cowboys build around that. We can expect signings in two to three weeks of these bridge players. Yeah. See what we can do here. You guys, uh, don't get your popcorn ready. Don't call in sick to pay, to watch NFL Network. The Cowboys are not going to be coming across your screen with breaking news. It'll be crickets. I mean, you know what the deal is, everybody. I mean. Uh... Don't call in. I got the day off, actually. I'm actually going to be in Dallas, Texas on the 15th. So maybe I'll make a trip to the star. And go tell Jerry, go get on the phone. Let's get something happening right now, Jerry. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, man. All right, everybody. We do appreciate everybody. Great conversation. Uh, chat box was on fire tonight. Appreciate everybody's uh, opinions out there, the super chats. Uh, everybody for, for hopping on. Space, uh, Danny, uh, Heather, everybody. That's a lot of our regulars. Appreciate that. Mike, let everybody know where they can find us. If they haven't already, find us. Yes, www.thefriscoreport.com. Again, that's thefriscoreport.com. Uh, that website is built for you, the fans. Yes, it is. Why do you ask? Well, it's draft season. You can go back to that website and look at every draft pick the Dallas Cowboys have done since how long, Joe? How long can, can you go back? Oh, all the way to 03. All the way to 2003. And that's when, when, Joe? That's when Cowboysblog.net was founded. Alrighty, and so uh, so yeah, guys, check out thefriscoreport.com. Follow us on all major podcasts. If you're watching the replay and you don't want to miss it again, you can watch the replay back on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean, or you can listen to us and see our pretty faces right here on YouTube. <laughs> there you go, Mike. You nailed that, guys. All right, man. We will see you next week for the next Frisco Report. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>